0: So today we're talking about our sustainable business ecosystem and our little behind the scenes situation we have going on here and
1: wild success, your wild success. Why are we doing this? So wild success comes from just this idea that you can't have the life you want, the business you want, the wild success that you dream about until you're in balance with yourself and with your business and if you have every part of you taken care of then and only then can you feel successful in the way that you want to and success will look different for you versus me versus somebody else coming through this program or listening to this podcast right now and I think that's kind of where that came from and then your wild success from here Came first from just not having a domain available, but second, (laughs) true story, uh, from it's really yours, it's a personal journey for you. You mean we're not all supposed to be 6K coaches or
0: Mm -hmm. 10K months or whatever? Nope. I mean,
1: ideally at some point, that'd be great. Yeah. But so that's the thing,
0: right? And when we look at what we each want individually, what how many hours a week you want to work like wildly successful might mean you pay all your bills and you work five hours a week exactly or a month or whatever maybe it means that you travel the world and you're a digital nomad maybe it means that you have a 10 million dollar a year business and you have like a whole thriving company and you're supporting other people in their family and their lives
1: yeah it looks completely different for every single person and what's I mean, even in our partnership in this business, the things that we want out of it are different, but the ultimate goal is the same. And I think that that's kind of what brought us together and what I think we hope will bring kind of our community together is that what you want is going to be different than what we want, but we want to help you build that and get you there well and the other thing i think the wild part for me because i'm
0: the hippie nature lover who just lives in this seasonal kind of spiral of life is that if you look at nature when given the proper resources nature thrives abundance is everywhere you see there's a million dandelions floating around because there's wind and water and soil if you have the resources if you have the water and the nourishment And the community, even nature thrives in community, you look at the forests and the lessons there, community is not all the same thing. It's not an echo chamber of pine trees. There's so much life that feeds and nourishes itself and each other. And I feel like that's the other piece of wild success is often in this day and age, we're missing the resources that we need to thrive. We need to be taking care of our physical bodies. We need to be emotionally resilient and supported and resourced. We need community connections. We need our networks to refer people, to lean on, to delegate to. We also need the infrastructure or we need the finances. We need things for our business. And when we don't have the staffing, or we can't get certain jobs done, or we're trying to work outside of our zone of genius and we're stressing ourselves out, banging our head against the wall, trying to create something that we can't personally do very well, it's taking the fuel out of our growth. And so part of this whole journey is connecting four pillars. So the pillars are the CEO pillar, the create pillar, the connect pillar, and the care pillar. So which do you think, Megan, is the most overlooked in
1: like small business founder situations these days? So I think it's a close, but I think what edges it out is the CEO, because I think there are many situations that we find ourselves in in business, but I know that especially if you're running it completely by yourself, you're doing everything, which means you're doing the work. You're the boots on the ground. You're the marketer. You're the salesperson. You are the creator. You're the doer of the work. You're the client communicator. You are doing everything. And so when you do that for a long enough time, you end up stalling in your growth or your ability to grow your business or build your business to this place that you wanted when you started it to begin with. And I think that you end up lacking the systems and the resources and the general big picture and the strategy on how you're going to get to what this big thing you're envisioning is. You're lacking in that. And I think that's where a lot of the people that I that I think that we kind of work with find themselves in is, I've got this business, I'm making money, I'm doing okay, but it's not Right, it's not balanced. I don't feel like I'm growing. I feel like I've hit a wall. Um, and for the CEO portion of it, it's like you need the strategy, you need a plan, you need to know how you're going to get there. You need to know how you're going to pay to get there. You're going to need to know what what you're doing, where you're going, what's going on. And I feel like if you are so busy head down in the day to day of your business, there's no possible way you can have a handle on that. And that's not to say that you can't continue working solo after you've kind of done this work in this CEO part of you and your business, but it's helping you set yourself up so that you can do the work sustainably and in a balanced way.
0: Well, and I even think about just like ROI, right? So many people get so fixated on the task. It's, I need to develop my marketing strategy. I need to create all this content. Well, what is your objective? What are you trying to sell? How many of these things do you need to sell? How many people do you need in your following or in your community or on your email list? Or how many do you need to reach in your advertising to sell that number of things? Like, what is the big picture? How do we want to grow over time? And like, if you're not getting the return on your investment or if you're spending all your time on non-income generating activities and you're not actually selling anything, like I've been guilty of this so many different times in my career. I'm so focused on creating something or designing something or updating my website or writing really cool things or recording videos, but I don't have a call to action. I don't know what I'm clearly selling. I don't have a solid offer. I don't have a nurture sequence. Like there's so many places that we fall off, but the CEO is The zoom out. So when you start your business, you have a big vision. You have a plan, you have an idea, and you can see where you're going. But then when you start doing the work, we get so caught up in specific tasks or activities that we pour ourselves into that may not actually be like helping the bottom line at all. Or they may not be moving the needle very far. And we're overlooking one simple thing that we could add to it or supplement or one thing that we need to delegate so that we can just click those things into place and actually create the income and the machine of our business that like works to support us and makes our job easier. So we've got the CEO, then we've got create. What are we talking about with create?
1: Create is anything that you are making for your business. So new products, new services, your content creation, your strategies even. I know CEO kind of focuses on that big picture strategy, but your day-to-day strategy, that's a creation that you're making. But things things that you are making to sell, things that you're making to interact with your community, things that you are creating from your own inspiration, from your experiences, from your market research, from things that you know that you need to do or want to do in your business that's what you're creating and I think for me I've gone out of balance and create a lot um, in my own business because I've created so many things that have never seen the light of day and I just get into this thing where I just want to create and create and create but then it's come to I come to the realization after I've created this thing and kind of gotten it to a point where I feel so good about it and I want to launch it out and then I realized it doesn't actually fit into my big picture plan. It it doesn't actually, this isn't actually what my audience needs. It's what I wanted to create. And so it, it's just, I've got an entire backlog on my computer of just things that I've made that may or may not ever actually see people's eyes ever. Uh, and I feel like that's very true when you are creating things like it's, it's, I feel like business is an art or or maybe your business is art, right? Maybe that's what you're doing is selling your creations. There are these things that you've made inside of you and it just feels like um, it's scary to share, but it's fun to do. And And I feel like for me, that's a spot where I've definitely gotten caught up in my own business in the past is just creating for the sake of creation, but not with a strategy behind it. I think it's so funny how opposite we can be because I get
0: so bogged down with the day-to-day and not bogged down. I love the work that I do and I get to work with people and I don't take the time to create the things I want to create. So I don't have a backlog of creations. I have an endless list of ideas and inspiration and outlines of things that I would like to create someday but I've never actually devoted the time and energy because the challenge with creation is also that when you're doing that, you're not making money. So you can be working in your business and seeing clients or selling things and that's one aspect. Or you could be creating something that will potentially be something you'd sell for 10 years, but you have to actually devote the time and resources and energy to build and create that thing and then to sell it and monetize it and all of that. And does it fit into the big picture? So this is where zooming into, I'm in the creation mode, I'm in the flow, I've got this time carved out for myself to do this creation. And then I'm gonna zoom out and look at my big picture CEO and how is this gonna be marketed? How is this gonna be sold? And then you dive back into the creation. So you're not in wearing both hats at the same time, but they're both so important to move your your business forward. And so many of the clients that I work with are actually in the mode of, I have a good business, but I want to scale in some way. And often product creation gives you the ability to leverage your time and energy. If you create a digital product that you're not having to show up every day, if you're normally a service provider, or if you're writing a book or wanting to reach a larger audience, you can do these things when you take the time and devote to creating them. And so that is equally as important for that reason because we can't grow and build
1: a business or develop a new line of business if we can't show up and do the creation yeah exactly and it's it's already i mean we're only on our second pillar out of four but already there's just such a direct relationship between having the ceo part of you set up so that you can take the space to create because you really do you aren't selling when you're creating you're not and so you when you have these systems set up on the back end or you've got these these strategies set up like so that you can take the time to create, you're able to sell while you're creating, even though you're not selling what you're creating at that point in time, which is very, very, very powerful in business and I think leads to longer sustainability. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and it's using our time and energy most effectively also. And we're when we're dipping in and out there and you know, all this research talks about multitasking and how it doesn't work. So if you're spending one day trying to dive in and out of different things, it's really difficult to wear all these different hats in one day. But that's where I love content, like blocking for creation you know I'm not somebody who can show up every week at the same time to record a podcast or to do social media planning or whatever but I am going to do best if I have one or two days a month where I'm really diving in for three or four hours to do a lot of that because then I get to be in that creative zone and I get to really swim in it and enjoy it and then I get to step out of that and do the other aspects of my business yeah so then we've got connect. Yeah. I love talking about connection. You go Can first I jump on that, in? yeah. Because that's totally one of my things. So connect is not just about connection to others, even though that's part of it. It's connection to yourself first and foremost. Because when we orient our whole lives or our businesses to everyone else first – we usually don't end up with any time left for ourselves. And so that can mean you get swept up an idea or you have one client reaching out to you that needs help with something and you create a whole thing just for them, which is great. And so many of us have these inspirations and these ideas, but then you're not actually in alignment with your business vision. So when you can start your day or anchor yourself and your activities into connection with yourself, what is it that I need as a person today so that I can show up at my best? What is it that my business needs from me today so that I can show up for my business? And then it's how do we connect with community? How do we connect with resources? If it's I need to network so that I can promote myself better, um, so that I can meet collaborators. Is it that I want to network just to stay inspired? Maybe I feel really lonely in my business and I'm a photographer and I want to hang out with other photographers, and I'm not trying to get business, but I just need that like emotional connection and support. And then it's connecting, I'm going to say with the earth because that's where my heart and soul are, but also with the world, right? How do you fit into your community and the world? Not just like the little communities like the photographers or the women's networking group, but how do you how do you connect in the greater landscape of your community, your town, your world? So
1: do you have anything else? Yeah, and I think too the um, it's I guess for me it's it's not just how do I fit in with everything, but I think we have this kind of core value of reciprocity of like not just how I fit into things, but how how am I giving back and how am I receiving because I think that's a huge issue in general for solo business owners for sure is just, I'm kind of an island and I'm doing this myself. And even if you are tapped into community and you're having an, a networking event, even if you're promoting yourself, uh, there's that, that reciprocity of, of I'm promoting myself, but how can, I, how can I give back to you and how can you give back to me? And I think this, um, I mean, this idea of, right, like the rising tide lifts all boats, but also just being able to receive help and collaboration and support is a, is a huge part of community and connection in general is it's not, I need connection with people, but it's, I need connection with people. And what can I provide and what can I allow myself to accept? Because I think that can be tough to do sometimes, especially when you're used to going it alone. And even if you are connected with yourself, I think for me, I, I find myself, I'm, I'm pretty connected with myself. I, I'm pretty solid there. I'm less connected with my community. And I think that's because there's that feeling of reciprocity that's missing for me, right? There's there's, um, I can give, but I don't know that I want to receive. And flip side, I can receive, but I don't know that I have like the space or the ability to give. And I think that's where, for me, that pillar comes in because that's that's historically been out of balance for me. And it's something that I've seen in the business community for years and years.
0: I love that you remembered that. That's so something reciprocity is something I've been living (laughs) and developing and how to give and receive. And I've been talking about this for so long. And I love that you brought that up because really the more we can allow ourselves to receive love, support, money, the more we have to give. And that's another part of why we're here is Women historically pour more of their own personal resources into the community, whether it's their time or their energy um, or their money. And women historically have far less access to finances and resources. And if we want to create change in the world and we want to do different things and see a different world, then we need to have more hands in the like more money in the hands of women so that they can do that work. And yet we are told by society to want less, to control ourselves, to budget better, to do it ourselves, to be scrappy, to use coupons, like all the ways that we should keep ourselves small. But what if we receive more? We have more to give. If I receive more money and can leverage my time so that I can employ other people and give jobs and put more money in the hands of women, I also give myself more time to show up in other community spaces and involvement in nonprofits. Or if I make more money, I can support the causes that mean something to me. And so this is about us thriving in our lives and our businesses, but it's also about how can we create a more sustainable and thriving world. Because when we thrive, we all thrive. And so, yeah, care is our last pillar. I'm going to start with care.
1: I do. Okay. So I, in the past, pre-COVID, had a business about planning and goal setting, and it completely always started with your care first. Your goals don't matter. Your life essentially doesn't matter until you are taken care of, because otherwise you're going to burn out. It's not sustainable. You're not going to be able to live the life you want to live or have the life you want to have or be the person you want to be with your, the people in, in your life. If you're not taking care of yourself, and that means moving your body, that means your spiritual practice, that means your mental health and well-being, your emotional well-being. It's, it's this idea of making sure that you're good as a person so that you can show up and be good as a person to the people in your life and to your business. I agree. And
0: one of the things we talk about is how frequently solo entrepreneurs really conflate themselves with their businesses. I am myself, but I'm a personal brand, but I'm a solo entrepreneur. So I am my business. But you're not right? You're human with human needs. And you in order to be holistically well, you have to manage all the things that she talked about. But our businesses are separate than us. So instead of thinking that you are your business, and your business is you, the more you can start to see what am I doing for my business? What am I was my business doing for me? Because not only is it about caring for yourself, but it's the relationships that you have and how you expand that in the world. And so if I'm caring for myself, that also means having healthy boundaries in my own personal life, in my time, in my business. If I don't have boundaries in place, then I'm running myself ragged. Then I'm working on the weekends. Then I don't ever take days off. I don't go on vacation because my business needs me. But if you're recognizing that your business is not you and your business can close, you can go on vacation from your business, but you're still you. You still need that. And so care is so important. And In my business, I talk a lot about self-nourishment because self-care has been so commercialized and co-opted and it's just kind of gross. And what we need changes every day. So you could say like, oh, my self-care is doing X, Y, Z, you know, three times a week forever. Well, seasons change, our energy changes, life changes, and we can't always show up for the same exact things all the time. And we're not failing if we didn't make it to the gym three times this week. But maybe we need to care for ourselves differently depending on how we're feeling. And so I like to talk about self-nourishment. And when you think about plants and the resources that they need, they need to be nourished to grow. We need to be nourished. And our nourishment might mean I need a day off. My nourishment might mean I really want to go to this networking group just so that I don't feel so alone in business right now because I need that community support. Not because I want referrals, but because I want to be with like-minded people and not feel so isolated. Care looks different every day. Nourishment looks different every day. And so in order to have a holistic business, you need to be well-rounded and well in all those parts of yourself. And just like that, in order to have a holistic sustainable business model, you need to be attending to all four of these pillars in your life and business so that you're thriving, so that you're sustainable. Because if any one of those falls off, it's hard to keep going. It's hard to keep growing. It's hard to keep moving in the direction you want.
1: I like to think about it like the spinning plates analogy. Which I think historically has had a negative connotation because it just feels like I can't possibly keep all of these plates spinning in the same, you know, way at the same time. And something has to drop. But I think what we're trying to do here is to make sure that you're able to focus on what needs focusing on at the time that it needs focusing on. So for example, if you do need to go to a networking event because you're feeling that need for community, but that means that you have less time to create a new product, then that's the season that you're in, in the moment in time. And I think that it's important to look at all of the different kind of facets of your life, right? Your your business, your health, your spiritual life, your relationships, your hobbies, right? Because again, you're not your business, you're a person. So it's not just you and your family and your business, It's it's all of these things that make you the whole person that you are. And I think if you take stock of that pretty regularly throughout the year, which is what we'll be doing in our retreats and our incubator is, is having you look at every single quarter, like where, where are things not great for me right now and where are things awesome? Because where they're awesome, we're going to leave those alone for a minute. And we're going to look at where you're not great and get that a little bit more balanced with what's awesome. And then the next quarter, we're going to do the same thing. And it'll look different the next time because the season you're in or the things that you need will change and adapt. And the more that you can do that, the more imbalanced you'll be, the more cared for you'll be, the more connected you'll be, the more creative you'll be, the more on top of your business and your life that you will be.
0: And the more you have to give to your business, the more your business can give to you. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to create here with Wild Success is to create a field of dandelions, to create something that you'd have to work to make it not work, right? We want to set up an environment and an ecosystem that is self-sustaining, that we can grow with, that we can build with, that nourishes us as we nourish it, that helps us find balance and growth, that we can navigate all these different changes in our lives. And just like she's talking about every season changes changes. We also have the big picture, but sometimes we shift in our trajectory. But when we have the big picture vision, when we have the seasonal check-ins, and when we're attending to these different areas of our lives, and we have a support and kind of direction, which is what we're creating with our retreat and our incubator, we're going to help not just shed a light on these things not just teach you how to kind of dive in and navigate in each of these areas like identify where you're struggling identify what feels good to you learn practices and tools to help you kind of get a handle on these different areas but then to look at over time how we can grow and develop and change so we're excited to have you